The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Max, what's going on? I promise that this show will uh, go longer than Antonio Brown with Ava Louise did. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. We, we, have a, we have a lot of games to talk about, and not the full slate. Uh, there's a lot of uh, shit games in there, but uh, I was just talking in the pre-show. I, th- I think we're going to probably you know, hit at least seven, eight games here, so it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Panther, what's up? I think we're only going to talk about meaningful games, right? Something with something on the line. I don't think there's going to be any of these uh, – don't need to play them type games. I was going to take a victory lap, but I was denied in the pre-show. Uh, Max said, um, basically just said denied. That was that was it. So uh, <laughs> no victory lap for Panther today. That's why you steal the bike and ask for forgiveness instead of preparing yeah, for the right. bike. You yeah. never ask. Yeah, I never ask in advance, Panther, because I'm just going to say no. Anything <laughs> you ask for on this show, I'm just going to say no. You know that by default. Yeah, that, that you know that was an old joke when I went to a Christian college as a freshman. They, they said that Notre the Dame. best place to go to college is, a, is a, a, a biblical college because even if you get caught cheating, they'll forgive you anyway. <laughs> uh, so no, no, real quick, I, I went five and zero yesterday. Hit another Panther parlay. I think that's two in the last three days. So off to a good start for twenty twenty two. There you go. Good job, man. Good job. Got to be taking a piece of those parlays. So it's it's, it's yeah. interesting though. I mean, you know, he's he's had a, a lot of success with these uh, three game parlays, and I know that people are clamoring for even more from us, like some crazier parlays. That some people want us to do uh, uh, an, an even more degenerate show, right? Your boy Dano was asking us for for an uh, an even higher degeneracy, where he wants us to do not just player props, but like you know. Who's going to win the tip off? <laughs> Who's going to hit the final bucket? Like, I mean, some really low level degen shit. So uh, maybe that's uh, that's what Panthers coming up with next. Yeah, maybe so. I'm going to go with no, probably not. <laughs> People that bet on a coin flip of a Super Bowl have serious issues, man. Yeah, they're roulette players. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a refined individual, a man of distinction and breeding. Gotta, uh, you, you, you wouldn't find somebody in a in a uh, hoodie and a Notre Dame hat or anything in a No, surrounded by Asians. <laughs> Many leather bound books and. Furniture that smells of a rich mahogany. Uh, all right, let's get to it. This is week 18. This is the first week 18 in NFL history. Crazy. It is. And I'm just already bracing myself for all these announcers and, and talking about all these all these records being broken on Sunday, uh-huh. which I don't give two shits about anymore. 
He was Cooper Cup, apparently. Because yeah, if, if you saw him, they were asking, like, "Oh, well, you know, how do you feel about breaking all these records?" It's like, I, I have an extra game. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, if I would have done it last week, then it would have made you know, I would have been happy. But like, me breaking this in an extra game, woohoo, big yeah. deal. Yeah. All right, let's get to it, Max. What do you got on tap? Uh, let's start with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Uh, last time these teams met, John Harbaugh went for two, came up short. Now his team is clinging onto a playoff spot, facing off against a Steelers team that is also vying for that same playoff spot. Steelers can make the playoffs if they win this game. Jacksonville has to beat Indianapolis, and the Raiders and Chargers game cannot end in a tie. So that is how the Steelers get in. But if they don't make the playoffs, um, this, of course, will be Big Ben's final game of his career. For the Ravens, uh, they need to win this game have the Chargers and Colts both lose and also have the Dolphins lose or tie uh, with with the with the Patriots this week. Ravens, of course, they've lost five games in a row. They started the season off eight and three, and which is kind of astounding that they're in this fucking position right now where they're they're clamoring for a fucking playoff spot and where they had they had the AFC North pretty much uh, locked up for a while and then just shit the bed. Interesting, though, no matter what happens, this will be the 18th consecutive season that the Pittsburgh Steelers finished 500 or better. Completely coincidentally, this is Big Ben's 18th season. <laughs> Interesting, right? Steelers have beaten the Ravens in three straight meetings uh, to, you know, kind of uh, uh, taking uh, the, the, you know, the air out of that Raven season with that uh, stop on the, on the, the two-point conversion. And, uh, you know, Baltimore is going to be once again without Lamar Jackson. This will be the fourth straight game that he misses. Uh, Tyler Huntley, you know, you look at his stats, he's been actually pretty good in, in his absence of doing a pretty pretty good Lamar Jackson impersonation, especially on the ground. He runs the ball pretty well. And the other key factor is Devonta Freeman for Baltimore. He's He's been doing well, and, and Steelers are the second worst team against the rush on the season. I think, I think that combination of Free, Freeman and Huntley should be able to move the ball on them. Uh, divisional game. They're weird. We know that. Three and a half. Yay. Hooray. Uh, it's going to be an ugly one. It's it's going to be an ugly game out there. And maybe my Excel file is just like me and hoping that Big Ben does not get a storybook ending because my metrics say that the Steelers lose by five in this one, which makes this a $50 bet on the Ravens. Uh, another game that um, Max and I actually are in agreement. We found three today that we're going to be talking about. I don't know if we're on the same side, but us being on the same game is um, just at least a good start to the podcast. The Steelers, even though they've won three of their last five, it's just a team that has not measured up to what I thought they would at the beginning of the season. I thought this was going to be a really good team, an explosive team. They got the rookie running back, Najee Harris, who's wrapping up the season in fine fashion, but Ben Roethlisberger just could not find any rhythm, any arm strength, any mobility, even with the, the weight loss and everything. This is easily one of Roethlisberger's worst seasons uh, in the history of playing. You were talking about uh, how Pittsburgh's never finished below 500 with Roethlisberger there. I, I don't know if I give him as much credit as I do Mike Tomlin, um, one, one of the best coaches. And Pittsburgh just does a great job with their coaching and coaching staff, except when they hired Todd Haley uh, as a coordinator. But uh, Baltimore – Never heard of him. Yeah, you never heard of him. <laughs> Baltimore's 5-3 and three at home. Pittsburgh's 2-5 and five away from uh, Pittsburgh. So they, they don't play as well on the road. You know, Lamar Jackson being absent, they haven't had their running backs all season long. But this 
I'm putting Baltimore's failures fairly right on the, the desk of John Harbaugh. I, I think he's screwed up some of these games with his two-point calls at the end of the games. They've lost four of these last five games. They've lost by a grand total of five points. Uh, Cincinnati kicked the shit out of them. But the other four games have been extremely close. That's why I, I'm not going to lay the three and a half here. I think Baltimore wins, but just in case they lose, it'll probably be a close one. So I'm actually going to money line this one and put 50 bucks on the Ravens. Wow. All right. Gotcha. And 50 bucks on the money line. Yeah, I'm going to lean Baltimore here. I, I, I'm close, but I couldn't quite couldn't quite get there. So no kiss of death. You have nothing to fear there. You guys are free to cash that one. All right. Hey, uh, how's my mic sound? It got unplugged. Back, you so. sound okay. Yeah, I was, I was hoping that's not going through the other mic I have on my computer. No, 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 no. You're not pulling right. a Colbert. Okay. <laughs> Tennessee versus Houston. Houston somewhat of a baffling team at times. You know, Davis Mills and the Texans offense looks pretty good out there. They put up 30-plus points in consecutive games, and then they get blown out by double digits. That's their MO. <laughs> so here I am staring down a double-digit road favorite divisional matchup, and I start to wonder which Houston team shows up here. Titans can wrap up that top seed and a first round bye uh, with a win this week. Uh, you know, it's a bye week they they want, right? They want to give Derrick Henry that extra week to get healthy for a deep playoff run. Uh, they're of course coming off that dominant performance over the Dolphins last week that ended their playoff hopes. Third, third in the league in rushing, this Tennessee team is, despite not having Derrick Henry out there, they put up 198 rushing yards last week. Houston is the worst team in the league against the run. Last time these teams played, of course, Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions in a 22-13 loss. I do not expect him to do the same. I know it's a lot of points. Just last week, nine teams won by double digits. None of those teams were on the road, though. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes for me this week. $50 bet on the Titans. You know, it looks like the Titans are actually really starting to put it together without Derrick Henry, and they're going to get him back, which there's no way they're going to leave him on the sideline. But you look at their last two row games, both losses at New England, at Pittsburgh. Like, losing to Pittsburgh really kind of is not uh, a good thing. But the last two weeks, quality performances on both sides of the ball, particularly against a Miami defense, who I think is pretty good. Houston, i got to be honest, for them to have four wins – I'm quite shocked because I, I thought an 0-17 season was very possible for this Texans team who's, who's very much devoid of talent. Davis Mills has played really well. Brandon Cooks has been his go-to receiver. Uh, but outside of that, there's not a lot to like about this team. They either win like they did against Jacksonville and the Chargers, or when they lose, they lose in grand fashion, like absolutely get obliterated by three scores. I think that's what happens here again today. Tennessee's just got too much to play for. Houston does not. I'll lay the ten and a half as well and put fifty bucks on the Titans. Another game I don't want a piece of. <laughs> of course, of course, you're not. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I said all of the reasons. All of the yeah. like, you start saying, okay, you know, first off, it's a road favorite, eh, divisional matchup, and eh, double digits. I mean, that's the trifecta of, of Arch not betting a game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if Houston hadn't won the first game, I'd be all over them right now. But uh, you know, I expect Tennessee to come in and roll, and it's probably not going to be that close. But I'm leaning Houston with this one. All right, next one up, uh, football team of the Giants, right? No. We're not touching that one. Uh, oh, I thought you were. 
Let's talk another New York team as the well, two New York teams, actually the only New York team hosting a New Jersey team. Let's just say that the Buffalo Bills hosting the New Jersey Jets. I don't know if you guys saw that there was a, a, a huge lawsuit against the, the Jets and the Giants for using New York in their name. It's pretty who funny. Sued, who sued them? I, I think a fan for false advertisement. Probably somebody from Pennsylvania. Yeah, probably. probably <laughs> uh, listen, this is uh, from one chalky mess to another one. Buffalo Bills uh, fresh off their 14-point win over the Falcons. Uh, I say 14 because Arch and I had 14 and a half last week, so we hit on that one. <sighs> New, York, New York, of course, had Tampa dead to rights last week before they got wrapped up in that Antonio Brown drama. Let Tom and crew mount that comeback. Uh, with a win, though, this week, the Bills will get the AFC East for consecutive seasons. As a Bills team, though, that doesn't look anything like that dominant 13-win team they did last season. Um, part of that is, or the main part of that, is Josh Allen, who, as Arch predicted uh, earlier in the season, would regress, and he has. And I just, you, you can't get that nine and nine to six shit game against the Jags, that black mark out of your fucking head, right? You just can't, just. I can't remove that from my memory. And I know the Bills are on a three-game winning streak. They beat Tampa. They beat New England. They've looked decent in the process. But it hasn't been Josh Allen that's been uh, good in that process. It's really been that running game. Devin Singletary last year was their their savior. Allen threw three straight picks. I think it was three consecutive passes, three straight picks. Uh, So that run game I think is going to be featured once again this week against a Jets team that ranks 29th against the run. Uh, Jets have missed the playoffs for 11 straight years. Uh, since that time, since the last time they made the playoffs, they've gone through three head coaches. This is actually their fourth head coach in that time span. So you're hoping that Robert Saleh can give this team some sense of stability. He has this team playing competitively. If you look at Zach Wilson as of late, he showed some progress. He has gone four straight games without throwing an interception, which for a Jets rookie quarterback or a Jets quarterback in general is a fucking miracle, right? This guy should get coach of the goddamn year for that. We know the Bills' defense is good. Uh, they, they probably could end that streak today, cause Wilson to make some bad plays. I just, I, I, I don't think they cover this one. I think the Bills win. They should clinch the East. Too much point, too many points for me. So a fifty dollars bet on the Jets. Yeah, this is this is a tough game for me. I, you know, I'm looking at Buffalo. I have not been high on them since that loss to Jacksonville. But you look at their last three games. They've won all three of those games against Carolina, New England, Atlanta by double digits, um, holding them to 14, 21, and 15. The defense is playing much better. The offense has been dictated a lot more by the running game than the passing game. Yes, Josh Allen has regressed. But that also means there's tons of room for improvement and the potential is there for him to have a big game. But, you know, you look at the Jets and they're not playing bad. Yes, they're losing, but they're they're in these games. They easily could have beaten Tampa Bay. They did beat Jacksonville, but everybody beats Jacksonville. They lost by seven to Miami. They're they're in these games. Uh, This line just it really kind of scared me off. I think Buffalo wins, but that 16 just seems like way, way too many points. I'm going to lean the Jets, but this wasn't a bettable game for me. Yeah, I'm on this one. Absolutely. <laughs> just on general principle, you're giving me 16 and a half points. I'm probably going to take it. It's just I just don't know how to refuse something like that. Uh, I, I think Buffalo absolutely wins the game. I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind they win the game, but I don't know. They cover that massive line. I will take the New Jersey Jets for 25 bucks. 
All right. Hey, let's take a quick break. How about that? Let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. They have the fastest real-time data, spot discrepancies between different sportsbooks, help users place profitable bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Still got two more. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about a game that could have some implications here if Buffalo should lose to the Jets, and that is New England and Miami. Uh, New England does have a chance to win that AFC East if the Jets can upset the Bills. Uh, Patriots head down to Miami where they have had a bad history against the Dolphins. Miami's playoff hopes, as I mentioned, are over after that loss to the Titans last week. But you know Brian Flores wants to play hard against his former boss. Uh, he's not, he's not going to just roll over in this one. Dolphins going to look to win their third straight game against the Patriots. Uh, they got that close win, uh, one-point win to kick off the season back in September. Uh, in the Bill Belichick era, the Pats are 9-12 and when playing in Miami. So including the playoffs, the, the only other teams that have bested Bill on the road in that same time span are Pittsburgh, Denver, KC, Seattle, and for some fucking reason, Detroit. <laughs> uh, Mac Jones going to face off against his uh, Alabama uh, predecessor in this one, right? Tua coming off of a bit of a stinker, uh, playing a Pats uh, secondary that is pretty fucking tough. Uh, you know, but he's he's had a pretty good season, right? I mean, we, we're we're impressed with what we've seen from Tua. He's she's shown up in in this season. He's got a great connection with Jalen Waddle. Could be something special for the future down in Miami. Jones, of course, is is kind of familiar with this stadium. You guys, you guys, remember the last time he played in in uh, the Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami? No, that was national title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five t- five touchdowns, no interceptions. Kind of beat the shit out of Ohio State. So, uh, you know, we'll see if he can uh, pull like the, uh, uh, the 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 Murray right over in Arizona. Just keeps going into A and T and and winning. We'll see. We'll see if he can have a streak there in Miami. Uh, it's gonna be interesting though. Pats have had one of the best offensive lines in the league. They don't give up many sacks. And the Dolphins' pass rush has been brutal, one of the best in the league when it gets to producing sacks. So we'll see uh, which one bends or breaks there. You know, Bill, he's game planning to win this one, no matter what. I, he doesn't he doesn't think of revenge. He's not going to think of beating Flores. He's not thinking of any of that shit right now. He is, nothing is entering his mind other than winning this fucking game, and I think that's what they do. I think New England goes in there. They win the game. I know it's divisional. I know it's a touchdown. I get that. But this is it. Fucking New England says, Screw you, Miami. We're finally going to beat you down there and get the win. $50 bet on the Patriots. 
Is that me? Or does it feel like the Patriots are in Miami for the last game of the season every single year? It wasn't a couple <laughs> years ago when Miami beat them like a walk-off Hail Mary or yeah, something. I vaguely, I vaguely recall that. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. Yeah, exciting game. Um, Patriots are 6-1 and one on the road. I, I, dare I say they've lost their last two games? Does Jacksonville really count? Oh, it's not count as a game. Um, so they lost to Indianapolis. That was their one road loss. They lost to Buffalo in relatively convincing double digits by both those teams. And I'm going to put my – I think Miami compares much better to Indiana and Buffalo than they do Jacksonville. They're just – I'm not – I've been the one guy on the show that's not has been as high on the Patriots. I think they're a good team, a, a better team, a building team. I don't think they're really a threat in the playoffs. I think this is a closer game. Miami at home, nothing to play for per se. They're not getting in the playoffs. But I think they keep this closer than a touchdown. I'm leaning Miami, but I'm not on this game. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the Patriots are going to win the game. But the six and a half, it, it seems to me to be a tick too high. So I'm going to take the Dolphins here, 25 bucks plus six and a half. Mm. All right. We agree on one, we disagree on one. Uh, let's let's head to the last game of the day, Chargers and Raiders. This one does have some potentially massive playoff implications. Uh, depending on the outcome of today's Indy Houston game, uh, th- this one could be an important one. Justin Herbert Chargers head to Las Vegas with a chance to make the playoffs and standing in their way is a Raiders team who wants to make the playoffs <laughs> so if indy does lose it's true that these teams can can just kneel on every single play end in a tie and um and that's it they're both in uh but after winning three games in a row keep, to keep their playoff hopes alive you have to expect the raiders are going to go and try to win no matter what uh raiders interim coach uh rich b sakia is that his name Bisachia, yeah Bisachia said i don't think i ever passed math so I don't even know what the hell you just talked about when he was told about the possibility of a tie getting him in. Uh, Raiders, of course, they have the momentum on their side. They beat Cleveland, Denver, and Indy. But only one of those games was at home. Raiders have struggled this year in Vegas. They've gone just 4-4. Four and four. They've lost to the Washington Admirals, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bears. So no. here's my side note. No. Here's my side note. It seems like the football club will be named the Admirals. Oh. A website for the Washington Admirals was redirected to the football club briefly last week. They switched it. But if you search Washington Admirals, it briefly redirected to the football club. And if you look closely at their – they did a sneak peek of their jerseys. There's little military stars on the sleeves. So it seems like they're going to be the Admirals. Anyway, back to this game. Uh, Raiders, they have the momentum, but they're also the fucking Raiders. I mean, come on. Uh now, granted, the Chargers are the Chargers. They're going to charge things up. So what the fuck do I do here? I'm going to back the coach I trust more. I'm going to back the quarterback I trust more. I'm going to back the team that has a winning road record against the team that has a you know a four and four home record. Much like the Chargers, I, I you know I, I don't think uh, the the Raiders yet feel like at home, right? Maybe they should, they should just switch. Maybe the Chargers should go play in Vegas. <laughs> And the Raiders should go back playing in L.A. I don't know. I like the Chargers here. I think they win. I think they cover this one. $50 bet on L.A. I'll get to this game, but I have to pause for a minute. The Admirals. That's terrible. Like, Washington has a chance to, like, get a do-over, a fresh start. It's like getting a divorce, and then you get a new wife. You get a chance to a marketing campaign, uh, bring in some young people to uh, energize the fan base, and this is what the fuck they come up with? Like, 
we, we are, there's no charger thing up, Raider thing up. Now we're just going to Washington things up. Shocker. Fucking Sn- shit in Washington. Snyder it. Right. Snyder it. I swear to God, Snyder. Uh, let's get to this game. I look at the recency. One of the biggest things I look at when I look at games, I look at teams, is their recency. And if you look at the Raiders, yes, they've won three in a row. But that offense is still struggling mightily to move the ball, pass the ball, run the ball, score 23, 17, 16, 9, 15. That's our last five games. This is, this is a 20-point team at best. 23 is their highest scoring output against the Colts, which against the Colts defense is pretty good. The Chargers, on the other hand, have put up 34, 29, 28, 37, 41. It's just an offense that has more explosiveness, and I, I trust their uh, the quarterback more. Um, I don't know if I necessarily trust the coach more, but I do trust this offense more. They, they have a little bit more um, explosiveness to them, big playability. The Raiders just don't have it. Uh, I think the first team to 24 wins this game, and I think the Chargers are the team to get to 24 points. So, like Max, I'm putting 50 bucks on the Chargers. Ooh, both of you. All right. I do have a play in this game. I think it, I think there's a real chance <laughs> that these two ugly teams are just going to bumblefuck their way into overtime. Everyone's been talking about a tie. I think this might go to overtime. So I am going to bet the question, go to overtime, yes or no? Yes is plus 1225. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> these two teams go to overtime for 10 bucks to return 122. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's Sunday night football, right? This game got flexed. And imagine that. Uh, a- a- so everything under the sun. Like, these are bumblefuck teams in the same division. Oh, yeah, it's going overtime. Amazing. Panther, you got a couple more, right? Uh, two more to look at. Let's take a look at the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts. Going on the road to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, remember last year, I believe the Colts opened the season when Jacksonville was the Jags' only win of the season. Jack, the Colts are a much better team this year. And Jonathan Taylor, um, with uh, all apologies to Derrick Henry, has just been an absolute stallion this season. The Colts' offense banks on him. And against a Jaguar defense that's given up 127 yards on the ground per game, I expect Jonathan Taylor to get his. The Jags, I mean, they have nothing to play for. I know you got guys that want to be on this team. Um, they're going to try hard, you know, to be there next year or whatever. But they're getting killed. They lost by 40 to New England, 20 to nothing against Tennessee, 37 to 7 against the Rams. Four, they lost by 14 to the fucking Texans, for God's sake. Um, this team is bad on both sides of the ball, but they seem to be really, really bad on the defensive side. It's a lot of points, but I think the Colts cover the 15 points. I'm putting 50 bucks on Indianapolis. Uh, there's only so many games I can bet the road favorite. <laughs> There's only so many games I can bet the road favorite divisional matchup double digits <laughs> that ends at one. Uh, moral support. I ran. I listen. I ran my numbers. I, I do have the Colts uh, covering this one. I have them winning this game by 17 points. So I, I, do, I do think they have the capability of beating the shit out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville just. I don't know what the fuck's up with them anymore. Uh, they, they just, yeah, they, they're talking to fucking Bill goddamn O'Brien about oh. coming back and being their goddamn head coach. So that's that. That's an upgrade, right? I'd rather fucking hire Urban Meyer back. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather name my team the Admirals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lean Indy with you. Uh, I'll lean Jacksonville here just because it's 15 and a half, but it seems within the realm of possibility that Jacksonville will lose by more than 15 and a half. 
All right, one more game for me. Let's talk about the defending, reigning, not undefeated Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home against the Carolina Panthers. Is that me or does it feel like they lost last week? Feels like they lost last week. Uh, uninspiring performance against the Jets. Uh, they've really been kind of up and down. They got blanked by the Saints, overtime against Buffalo. This is just a team that has not been playing great. They had a lot of injuries. Leonard Fournette is still out. They're without Godwin. Now we're without the circus sideshow, Antonio Brown. Um, so, so it's Mike Evans and what, Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson. I Maybe they go out. I know Terrell Owens is begging to get signed. Um, was 50 years old with uh, Morgan Freeman gray hair. I saw that meme. That was fantastic. But the Panthers, man, without the MVP, honestly, Christian McCaffrey, because without McCaffrey, this Panthers team is just absolute trash. They've lost by eight or more points in this five-game losing streak, each and every single one of them. Um, Double-digit shellackings in three of them. They just really have not been competitive on the offensive side. I think Tampa Bay, even with all their offensive woes, should be able to beat the Panthers by eight. I'm going to lay the eight and put 50 bucks on the Bucks. They really could be losers if the picture that Ava Louise uh, uh, sent out the other day is, is true. Apparently, uh, uh, known for licking toilet seats during the COVID era, uh, apparently she tested uh, positive for COVID and, and then slept with Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown had that game. So you might see, see a nice little uh, other infection going through that locker room other than you know the typical STDs that I'm sure are running rife. Uh, listen, man, I this, this Bucks team, I guess they still have – positioning to play for right i mean I, and also just pride i think they want to go into the playoffs with some momentum i i'm moral support i'm i think you know they do win and cover this one uh i just don't like it i, I this is a game that i just you know there's some something to play for for tampa but not a ton uh, I don't know. Th- things might kind of be wrapped up by the time that they, they're in the fourth quarter. They might start pulling starters or whatever. So I'll, I'll lean Tampa Bay with you, but I'm off this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll lean Tampa Bay here in this one. They, I do think they probably win by more than eight, but I, I just don't want a piece, piece of this one at all. So I'm good. Well, uh, I'm good. That's all I've got. So, uh, Arch, what you bringing to the table? <laughs> That's it. We hit on everything I wanted to hit on, too. So, wow. Well, here we go. we got to. An oddly strange comment here. Mike says, Panther rocks. <laughs> My boy, Mike, a good friend of mine. Uh, glad you're listening, Mike. I didn't know you listened to the show, so uh, sweet. Oh, I thought that was the guy that was going after us on Twitter. Oh. No, 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 no. That's, that's actually a good friend of mine. He he used to live here. I play poker with him. He used to live here in Indiana. He lives down in the sweltering heat. Well, usually sweltering heat of Tennessee. They got obliterated with some snow over the last couple of days. So he, he might be rejoicing in that. But uh, yeah, my, my, Mike's a good boy. All right. All right. So we talked about history's first week 18 in the National Football League, Max. And that is it. That is it. Download the DGENS app for Android iOS. Unless they think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, what's your parlay? Take us home. Parlay time for tomorrow's games. I'll try and slap something together for today and post it on Twitter. But for tomorrow, I'm jumping on those Indianapolis Colts, the Tennessee Titans. Look at me with those double-digit road favorites. Chalk Panther is back, man. Jesus. <laughs> hey, let's stay on the road and go with the Los Angeles Chargers as well. We'll give away all those points, but that's your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Call us out by name. We'll holler back. 
Max was doing a lot of hollering yesterday, so you guys got him all stirred up. But uh, most importantly, let's know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do this weekend, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.